Well, welcome back. Another episode of Salad. It is Sunday, as always, as we record this. And the Plies Chicken Sandwich has re-released today. And uh, Zach is currently recording out in the open. He's in his car as he's waiting in a 10-hour line for the new sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to be recording. Um, we love doing this every week, and uh, we are excited about it. Um, we've got four ads we're going to be talking about with you today. It's a little bit of a slow week. It's that weird transition time where suddenly Halloween is over and it's immediately Christmas and everyone forgets about Thanksgiving and it's just holiday ad season. Um, we're going to talk about Target's holiday ad campaign. We're going to talk about um, Argo's holiday ad campaign over in the UK. We're going to talk about how Apple is promoting its new AirPods um, that look like a design troll, but I guess we'll all love in a year. And uh, and then Budweiser held a funeral for Utah's uh, outdated beer law that said you couldn't have anything over 3.2% uh, ABV, which in other words, might as well just drink water. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, Zach, how are you? How are you doing? You want to kick us off this week? We're going to change it up a little bit. Sure. Uh, I'm doing well. Um, you know, it's daylight. Season. Oh, also cold. Zach. Hey, Cole. Cole. Hi. Cole's here. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Welcome. I'm back from my travels. <laughs> I've gone across the globe finding the greatest ads in the tropical islands of Hawaii. And uh, let me tell you, <laughs> they are. Uh, I should have had you do like that. <laughs> anticlimactic. Yes. Anticlimactic. Sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. But no, it's, uh, yeah, things are good. Happy to be back. Thanks. Um, daylight saving Sunday is today, so you guys are now an hour behind me, and I feel nice and relaxed and refreshed. And I'm sure you uh you woke up an hour earlier than you would have liked to. So there's yeah. that rubbing your Fuck face as well. Congratulations! We, for those of you who don't know, we don't celebrate in Arizona. Yeah. It's the greatest thing ever. It's beyond me why these states have it. It also it also makes us so confused about whatever time it is anywhere else in the world at almost all times. <laughs> if you're wondering, like whenever I'm thinking about the East coast, I'm like, wait, are they two hours ahead of us? Or are they three hours ahead of us right now? And, and I, uh, I will never it's know. It was a seasonal flip. I always calculated it off of fall because it, the games go from being at like, um, what do you call it? Yeah. 10 to 11. AM. 10 to 11. Or one or two. Or yeah, exactly. For you, it stays at 10. Yeah, but speaking of boosts, we're going to get things started off here with um, Target's new holiday campaign. I feel like Target in in its history as an advertiser has always been known for good, but nothing fancy ads. You know what I mean? They're good, wholesome ads. You enjoy watching them. They give you positive feelings. It's not like they're anything like can winning necessarily, which isn't a knock on the agencies involved or the brand involved. It's just a huge retailer that actually does a good job advertising so it's kind of nice um mother new york has a new holiday campaign out for them that launched and uh i think the impressive thing about it is one just how good target is at staying in its brand world and like making you want to be a part of it and then two the kind of impressive note is it's a 60 second film um, but it features a cast of 125 people in nearly 100 different scenes with a huge diverse background of those included and a, a diverse uh, background of different holidays that are celebrated, which is fun. Um, it's cool to see all these different ones shot. The campaign is called Thinking of You. Um, and yeah, uh, no, Zach, what do you think? Um, 
this is just one of those like you kind of said target usually doesn't do anything that's like groundbreakingly <clears throat> awe-inspiring they just make good holiday ads and, and and just good ads in general and this is just another one of those feel good pieces you know um which to me is all that i necessarily need from target granted okay granted i i love target already <laughs> so i don't necessarily need any advertising from target in the first place but this is just one of those things that when you're watching it it makes you feel good um and it just gets me excited for the holidays. And I, I really, I don't have much else to say about it besides that. So <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit of a lackluster response on my end. But also at the same time, I don't think it is much more than that. And I don't think it needs to be. It's just a great kickoff, you know, happening on November 2nd, I think, or 1st, whenever this came yeah. out, uh, for the, the next few months and for the season. Yeah, I agree. I think there's something about knowing what you can and can't do and just executing really well mm -hmm. on it. But Cole, what do you think? Um, well, I kind of like what you said, Trent, and that Target really knows what its brand world is, and it really knows how to play in that space. And um, I always think back to, I believe it was an ad that they did like six or seven years ago in the Super Bowl where it was all done live. Oh, wow. And it was, I forget what the, uh, the singer was. It might have been like Carly Rae Jepsen mm -hmm. or something like that. And she was like roller skating through this whole like target bullseye and stuff and it was this crazy choreographed thing and so like i feel like they always do super intricate super well done uh kind of spots that kind of push the boundaries a little bit um but are also super warm friendly you know all those target feels target. And, uh, target. you know you know you know the smell of a, of a target when you walk in and you see that five dollar section when you walk in that you always have to go look at and i think that um these ads do a really good job of capturing all of that um and yeah and i think it keep keeping up with the holiday tradition i think it's a space that uh target fits well into and uh they do a good job of capturing it with these so yeah uh, and i think cole yeah. i don't know if that was i'm trying to remember if that was super bowl or if it was the grammys because i know they've done stuff similar for the grammys too where i think they originally had uh imagine dragons that they bought out like the entire ad block and they just had the music video or like their little performance as like an additional performance for the grammys and i know they followed that up and i'm trying to i think the one that you're speaking of was one that they followed up with that but i don't remember when it was placed but to that point it's you're absolutely right and and i i loved those when i saw them and and the the world that they live in is perfect for their brand yeah so we're going to take that in mind and transition over to another holiday ad that came out uh, recently. It's kind of the opposite ends of the spectrum. You have the the hardworking one that uh, does a lot and uh, it's very straightforward and simple, but just gives you positive affirmation and feelings towards Target with one created by agency The End Partnership. Uh, it's a long, almost three minute long spot created for the UK's uh, retailer Argo. Um, A-R-G-O-S, maybe it's Argos, Argos, A-R-G-O-S, who's to really say? We know we can't pronounce things here at Salad or Salad, rather. Um, but uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a video about a dad scrolling through a catalog for Christmas. And um, he kind of, it, it, it 
becomes like the father's dream for Christmas <laughs> instead of like the kid's dream about toys. So the father's dream and he sees this this drum kit in the book and he's like dreaming about how he wants it. And he starts drumming along to uh, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Hmm. Um, or I'm sorry, Don't You. <laughs> you Zach and Cole. Forget <laughs> about me. There we go. <laughs> um, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> don't you okay, advertise me <laughs> didn't sign the waiver anyway um <laughs> jesus um oh god just got another word now okay um we are rolling through this spot um but it's cool it's almost like cole and i were laughing it's almost similar to the apple homepod spot in a way where he's drumming and the room keeps expanding and that's where the comparison stops but <laughs> help you visualize it um and it's just kind of cool it's like uh at a certain point the daughter comes downstairs and sees him just drumming out and then kind of shares in the christmas dream with her dad um it's kind of a cool wholesome thing the ad week article headline is one of the best holiday ads in years just kicked off christmas season i'm gonna disagree with that and say i thought the ad was good but like is the holiday ad bar so low that this is the best thing in years i don't think so i also can't think of something better but like i was still. just gonna ask that because <laughs> <laughs> i can't think of anything like stand out that's that's amazing either yeah couple, think like, on while you're talking what do you got for us um i really really liked it and i think part of the reason that they discussed the fact that it's one of the best holiday ads in years is because I do think the insight that they boiled down to for the brand and particularly for this ad is really good. Um, and it's not a complicated insight. It's just the fact that this catalog, the, the Argos catalog, is one of the places that people first go to sort of kick off the Christmas season. It's where kids go to look for the toys they might want to make their wish list. It's where parents go to find those things, you know? Uh, so it's it's sort of the the jumpstarter, the catalyst behind the imagination that's involved in the holiday season. And I think that's exactly what they tried to do mm -hmm. uh, in the spot. I think telling it from the dad's perspective was, was awesome. Like starting with the dad, because I feel like stereotypically you'd think of starting with the kid who's dreaming of the gifts. But when you see the dad flipping through and seeing the toy drum set, and then immediately uh, transforming his kitchen into his stage, and yes, it is reminiscent of the the HomePod ad um, in the sense that like all of the practical effects of like the room stretching as the kitchen starts transforming are all somewhat resemblant of that piece. Uh, but like you said, that is sort of where the resemblance stops, because from there, it just turns into an ever expanding set uh, ending with, you know, them sitting on the stage, which is their kitchen is now completely transformed uh, into the stage performing for a crowd and just clearly having you know the time of their lives the daughter comes down they have a quick little drum off so i just think this is another one of those it, it was a really feel-good piece but i think the insight that it was built around uh was very was very powerful it doesn't make a statement per se but it's just the message <coughs> excuse me the message is clear in the sense that um this catalog is sort of the beginning of the holiday season it's sort of the kickoff <clears throat> for a lot of families worldwide and that's what they wanted to play up and so they did and i 
I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right, Cole, you're up. What did you think about the the, the ad? The um oh the Argo side. Honestly, it was one of it was one of my favorite holiday ads I think I've actually seen in a really long time. Um, I think it captured like like joy really well, all those really warm feelings. I don't know, just um, you know, kind of the nostalgia of looking through a catalog and picking out the toys or whatever that you want, and you know, wishing for them and getting to see them and think about all the things you can do with them. And I think that it just captures a lot of. I don't know, really cute and warm feelings. You know, the guy's daughter comes down. They really, like, have a really good moment, you know, kind of sing, uh, drumming in front of the the crowd and everything. I, I don't know. I just thought it was really, it was well done, heartfelt, and uh, I don't know. It, it just made me feel good, I guess. <laughs> I feel like I've said that in, like, five different ways at this point already, but I don't know. That's just kind of the takeaway <laughs> there. Um, I don't know. Warm it's and fuzzy holidays. feels. Warm and fuzzy <laughs> feels. <laughs> Um, another thing I'd like to point out that I think is pretty interesting, and I think this is smart of them to, or at least worth calling out for us to make the distinction, uh, in the United States, the song, don't you forget about me is linked to the breakfast club. It was made for sure for the breakfast club, you know? And so we all think of that first and foremost when we hear it, but in the UK, uh, the track is actually more associated with the band that performs it is something that they call out in this, uh, in this article. And so from their perspective, which is where this ran, that's the reason that they actually put the, the uh, band in the spot. And that's one of the reasons that they, that they thought it was okay to use this song because in the UK, it's not as strongly linked to the film and much more. It resonates much more as a standalone song, which I think is nice and, and obviously smart. Cause when, when we listen to it, when I listen to it, I also immediately think of breakfast club which doesn't necessarily scream holidays. Uh, but from their perspective, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So I think that's worth calling out. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then speaking of calling things out, uh, we're going to transition into Budweiser, uh, who called out Utah in a positive way, but also in a snarky way uh, recently. Um, because Utah, yes, Utah, finally repealed um, a, a law that limited the amount of alcohol, like the strength of alcohol that you could buy to 3.2% ABV, as I mentioned up at the front of the episode. Um, Now you can get up to five. That's right. Whoa. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's uh, deemed a, quote, heavy beer. Um, But, uh, you know, it's not really that heavy compared to the rest of the world. I do want to call out as much as people make fun of Utah for having these outdated beer laws. Minnesota apparently has the same law from the Prohibition era installed as well. So go figure. Uh, you'd think in a place where it's super cold, and people are generally unhappy, <laughs> you'd want to be able to drink. But uh, no offense, Minnesota. I'm sure it's a lovely place to live. But um, yeah, it's just kind of funny. They actually just threw a funeral with signs such as RIP 3.2 beer and Bud Heavy is coming November 1 as uh, out of home ads, um, aka Bud Heavy being full strength Budweiser. Um, it's just kind of interesting to see, like, it is always fascinating to hear about, like, some old laws uh, that are around in different states. And I think it's wanted to call it out because, one, it is slightly funny. There's film for this or anything like that. It's just some out of home and the sun. But um, it's cool to see, like, here's a brand that had a product to sell that legally you couldn't in some states. 
And once that law changed, they kind of capitalized on it with a kind of a cool PR idea that wasn't like, I'm sure this brand was lobbying to get that law changed forever. But instead of like calling out the state or like being really gloaty or anything, it was just kind of a fun way to like playfully tease at the situation uh, and also tie it into a launch of a stronger product in that area, which I wonder is something like these cannabis brands can take a take a page from when. I think more states start approving that too. It'll be interesting how that transfers over. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of a cool, cool execution. Zach, what do you think? My favorite part of this is just that they called it Bud Heavy. <laughs> Isn't that really I funny? I just love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like the opposite of what I think of. Yeah, exactly the opposite. <laughs> yeah, but it's just Bud standard. <laughs> It's the regular Budweiser, you know what I mean? But just the fact that it's like not allowed or wasn't allowed anywhere outside of liquor stores in Utah. Uh, and so now that it is allowed in, in regular stores, just calling it Bud Heavy was very pleasing to me. Uh, so I'll start with that because that's what I thought was, is just like you said, like they're celebrating Utah's choice but they're also being a little bit snarky while they're doing it because they're they're poking fun at the fact that this is obviously outdated. Yeah. And that's the reason they're calling their regular beer bud heavy because it's not a heavy beer. 5% is not that heavy. <laughs> um the fact that 3.2 was the previous law makes it heavy uh in their eyes you know in utah's eyes it's it's something that they haven't gotten to experience yeah, before in, calling it full in related news a lot of utahs are about to get really drunk <laughs> <laughs> um and to that point just as an extension of that i love the the funeral idea like it's just it's just one of those fun ways that you can call out a cultural moment. It's responsive. And so this is something that obviously they're doing as a response to the laws changing. And I've always been a big fan of, of sort of responsive campaigns because I don't think there's a better way to resonate in culture than if, if you have an idea that is reactive to something that happened in culture yeah. and actually makes sense for your brand. Um, and this is one of those ideas. You know, This is the perfect time to input yourself into this conversation uh, it aligns so well with everything that Bud Light stands for in the state and out of it. Um, or sorry, not Bud Light, Budweiser or Bud Heavy in this sense. Um, and and so I'm a big fan of it for that reason, because whenever you have the ability to to respond to one of those cultural moments, especially if it's going to benefit consumers, uh, I think it's in your best interest to do it. And I think that's exactly what they did. Yeah, not to steal your your moment here, Cole, but Tying it in similarly, I think I was doing a really. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> I am a co-host. <laughs> um, Bud's been doing a really good job with this. Even just Zach was texting me about it the other night, but even during uh, the World Series, um, where a, a, a Bud Budweiser fan was holding a Bud Light fan was holding a two Bud Lights in his hands and held on to them as he got rocketed in the chest by a, a fly ball. And then, and then Bud Light did uh, an ad off of him and a t-shirt off of him and then sent him to the other world series. And the media impressions from it ended up being like over $8 million. It's amazing. It was awesome. awesome. And the, the ad, I love the ad. The ad sorry. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it real quick, just because I was fascinated. <laughs> this, that ad was a, uh, they turned around this ad in like three days because it happened in at, it, the ad aired during the next World Series game. So they only had a couple days yeah. to do it. Two days, maybe even. 
Uh, so the ad was really simple. It was just the the clip of him getting hit in the chest <laughs> while he's holding these two Bud Lights and like unfl- like not flinching. Um, set to some music, you know. I think it was like it set to some dramatic music. It might have been a little bit. I can't remember. I think not it was like a little, bit capes or a little dramatic or gloves. But yeah, and then the the line on it was not all heroes wear capes. And after the ball hits him, it was like or gloves. <laughs> I just <laughs> love that. All right, sorry. That's just that's a so good side conversation. But back to you, Cole. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he didn't spill either one. I'm watching the video right now. It's pretty amazing. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> that was me on Halloween night. I love doing whatever I could to hold on to my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking through the party. Yeah, there I'm you go. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I think. Well, I think the point being here is you know it is taking advantage of cultural moments and you have to be the both the agency and the brand that is there and willing to you know put in the time to make that two-day turnaround or whatever you need because i mean any beer brand could have been the one giving a funeral for Mm -hmm. three three point two percent beer um you know it didn't have to be budweiser didn't have to be bud light but they were the ones that found this cultural moment took advantage of it and were able to make best use of it and so i mean props to them but i think it really shows that like to be modern and relevant you really have to act at the speed of culture you know and things move so fast with memes and uh you know headlines are here one day and gone the next and so you really have to be able to take advantage of those to stay culturally relevant and i think that uh budweiser found a really cool way to do that turning memes into dream ads there you go um and speaking of former memes um (laughs) apple has channeled memes of past and present uh with their new airpod design It looks like a bell sprout. <laughs> it looks like a fire hose. About it. <laughs> it looks like something that, as much as I hate it, I also think is kind of cool. And I feel like probably in a year's time, we'll all think it's the hippest design ever. But the new AirPods are out, and it's interesting to say the least. But they did some cool ads for it. Um, Cole, uh, since I stole your thunder uh, a couple of minutes ago, do you want to introduce this ad to all of us? Yeah, sure. So I believe there's about 16 of these spots. They're all out of home pieces. Um, and it was really cool because they did it in all the major kind of hip, trendy markets that you would think of. So, you know, New York, Minnesota, London, Utah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Minnesota, Salt Lake City, uh, Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, in all actuality, you know, Tokyo, all of those exactly all great cities but um so it was really great uh really great to see that but basically what they were were these huge um out of home installations on the side of apple stores of people break dancing so you know you see an apple store it's all windows so those windows were all covered up by these huge uh figures of people dancing they're almost reminiscent of those kind of original ipod ads with people dancing with the uh kind of the headphones in but um the the cool thing about this campaign was it launched and originally it was just the people dancing so um you know they're wearing clothes obviously but <laughs> besides that they're not wearing anything Good apple related out. there's no uh title there's, naked dancers yeah, just in case you're season. wondering um <laughs> exactly um but these were all put up before the launch of the airpods pro but then after the launch 
um, they put in a little AirPods Pro caption in there and then put the AirPods into the ears of all of the dancers. Um, so it was kind of an evolving, changing um, out of home spot. So it was really cool to see that. Um, I don't know. The ads themselves are beautiful. They're in really big public places, um, super, super high quality um, spots. So I would definitely say check them out. But um, it was kind of cool because you know, left people waiting with, oh, what's that, you know, huge billboard about? What, you know, what is this guy dancing for? And then, you know, after the product reveal, you get to see it's the AirPods. So yeah, it is fun. Um, Zach, you tried them on. Mm -hmm. Zach said they were comfy and good. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, So hey, check them out. If you got 250 (laughs) lying around, I'm all for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Actually, you got 250. But yeah, you guys, I don't know. What did you guys think of these? Um, any any hot takes? That the hottest take? I, I like the execution. I think it's a cool idea to tease something like mm-hmm. that. Um, especially because it felt like the launch came out of nowhere. So having an ad that felt like it kind of came out of nowhere like that too is a, is a pretty cool touch. And I think it showcases just looking at these ads. It's like, okay, Apple really does do a, a good job of putting their stores in like the most yeah photogenic coolest quote-unquote coolest parts of town um because like all (laughs) of these ads they're just in really good spots (laughs) like they look great Um, and that's uh that's something i was gonna call out cole is that a lot of them i don't think every single one but a lot of them are on apple stores and all of the ones that are on apple stores first of all look amazing on the glass but second of all, like you just pointed out, are in the coolest locations. <laughs> just because the Apple Store themselves are in the coolest <laughs> yeah. locations, it's like prime time, like the the prime spot to advertise. And I'm I'm sure they didn't have to pay extra for the to put something on the walls. I guess I don't know for certain. Uh, I don't know if there's any laws around that, but I doubt uh, it. Maybe, maybe just needed to get approval from yeah. like the mall they're in. But or like they already are paying for the space, yeah, and so it was. When you've got spaces that are that pretty and right in, you know, major like parts of cities in in places that have high traffic, utilizing them to to advertise is awesome. And then I on on like in addition to what you already said, um, I do love just the idea of putting up the billboards beforehand. And the the best part is even without the AirPods, they look like Apple. You know, the the images of these people dancing yeah. look like yeah. an Apple campaign without any branding on them at all. And I think that's just because we've been so conditioned to the the beautiful sort of dancing stuff. This is this is almost resemblant of the original iPod campaign with the silhouettes, except obviously these aren't silhouettes, they're real people. But you know, we've seen stuff that's somewhat similar to this from Apple before, and I think that makes it all the better because even if you were to just see these without any branding on them at all there's somewhat of a resemblance to Apple. And I, and I feel like people, especially obviously the ones that were on the stores, they made the connection, but even the ones that weren't, I feel like some people might have subconsciously connected it with Apple. And then when they come back in and they put the, the AirPods in their ears, I think it just makes it that much better. And I love how also on like some of the billboards, they're, they're so large and they sort of like wrap around the sides of some buildings or like yeah. on one of the billboards the guy's hands kind of extend past the end of the billboard. It just makes them, it gives them so much more dimension. uh, And it really makes them feel 
big. Like this is a big deal, which in, I'm sure is exactly what Apple They're is going huge. For, like I'm so. looking at the scale of like a person relative to these things, and like the guy is like as they're tall really as the girl's big. ankle. <laughs> yeah, they're they're big. Wow. <laughs> uh, just like the new AirPods, they are a little bit bigger. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, great ad takeaways <laughs> by. <Bye. laughs> um, but that's there it. That's all we have this week. Um, oh. Kind of a smaller selection of ads, but they're still kind of fun. It's always fun to sit here and talk with you guys. I could do it all day. Um, and sometimes we do. But, uh, you know, of course. we've got, uh, we've got some <laughs> stuff coming up on the horizon. So there will be some cool ads. At the very least, there's been some stuff I've been working on that comes out soon. So that's exciting. We might talk about it depending on where everything goes and we might actually have a Thursday episode next week as well. seems kind of interesting. Like there's a little bit of some stuff brewing that we can dig into. So keep your eyes peeled out for that. It will only be a Tuesday episode this week, but uh, just know we're here. We love you guys. And uh, we'll be back again. Um, Zach, you can say goodbye. Cole, you can say your line. Zach's been stealing it the last couple of weeks. So I think it's time you put it in his place. Yeah. I've been stealing it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> all right guys thanks for uh thanks for listening and have a fantastic week <laughs> Ooh, what bastard oh my god <laughs>